0: Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. In the name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful. The Islamic Faith: A Simplified Presentation by Professor Ahmed ibn Abdurrahman al-Qadi. Part 4. Page 30 To believe in Allah's divinity Is a correlative of belief in Allah's lordship When one believes that Allah is the creator The sovereign and the one who conducts all affairs One must necessarily believe that he alone is divine Allah And address all worship to him alone Allah states this argument to the disbelievers in several surahs in the Quran, such as, Mankind worship your Lord, who has created you and those who lived before you, so that you may become Allah-fearing. He made the earth a couch for you, and heavens a ceiling. He sent down water from the sky to bring forth fruits for your sustenance, do not then knowingly set up equals to Allah. Quran chapter 2, verses 21 and 22 Say, who is it that provides for you from heaven and earth? Or who is it that has power over hearing and sight? Who brings forth the living out of that which is dead? And brings forth the dead out of that which is alive. Who regulates all affairs? They will, sh- uh, they will say, they will say Allah. Say then, will you not then fear Him? Such is Allah, your true Lord, and Cherisher. Apart from the truth, what is left but error? How is it then that they turn away? Quran chapter 10, verses 31 and 32 Say, All praise be to Allah, and peace be upon His servants whom He has chosen. Who is more worthy, Allah or the false deities they associate with Him? Or who is it that has created the heavens and earth and sends down for you water from the skies with which we cause to grow gardens of delightful beauty? You could have never caused such trees to grow. Could there be any deity alongside Allah? Nay, there are people who swerve from justice. Or who is it that made the earth a stable abode and caused rivers to run in its midst and has set upon it firm mountains and has placed a barrier between the two great bodies of water. Could there be any deity alongside Allah? Nay, most of them are devoid of knowledge. Or who is it that responds to the one in distress when he calls out to him, And who removes the ill and makes you inherit the earth? Could there be any deity alongside Allah? Little do they reflect. Or who is it that guides you in the midst of the deep darkness of land and sea, and sends forth the winds as heralds of His forthcoming grace? Could there be any deity alongside Allah? Sublimely exalted is Allah above anything they associate with Him. Or who is it that creates all life in the first instance and then brings it forth anew? And who is it that provides you with sustenance out of heaven and earth? Could there be any deity alongside Allah? Say, produce your proof if you are truthful. Quran chapter 27 verses 59 to 64. Thus Allah clearly puts the issue before them. As they acknowledge that as the Lord is one, as they acknowledge that as the Lord is one, Allah must be one. Furthermore, Allah shows that, de- that the deities Allah shows that the deities that polytheists and idolaters claim cannot have any claim to divinity because they have none of the essential qualities of lordship. Allah the Almighty says, "Do they associate with him? Do they associate with him those that can create nothing while they themselves have been created and neither can they give them any support nor can they even help themselves?" If you call them to guidance, they will not follow you. It is all the same whether you call them or keep silent. Those whom you invoke beside Allah are Allah's servants, just like you. Invoke them, then, and let them answer you if what you claim is true. Have they, perchance, feet on which they could walk, or hands with which to grasp things or eyes with which to see or ears with which to hear say appeal to those you claim to be partners with allah and scheme against me and give me no respite my guardian is allah who has bestowed this book from on high it is he who is the guardian of the righteous those whom you invoke beside him cannot give you any support, nor can they even help themselves. If you pray to them for guidance, they will not hear you. You may see them looking at you, but they don't see. Quran chapter 7, verses 191 to 198. Yet some choose to worship in a state of him deities, That cannot create anything but are themselves created and do not have it in their power to avert harm from or bring benefit to themselves and have no power over death, life or resurrection. Quran chapter 25 verse 3 Say, call upon those whom you imagine to be partners with Allah. They do not have even an atom's weight of authority either in the heavens or earth. Nor have they any share in either, nor does he have any helper from among them. Before him, intercession is of no avail except by one to whom he may have granted permission. When the terror is lifted from their hearts, they will ask one another, What has your Lord ordained? They will answer the truth. He is the Most High, the Supreme. Quran chapter 34 or surah 34 verses 22 and 23. In a view of all this, to address worship to anyone other than Allah is a the worst type of wrongdoing and injustice. Allah says to associate partners with him is indeed a great or a grave wrong. Quran chapter 31 verse 13. It is an action that lowers the status of the Lord of all the worlds, giving to others what belongs purely to Allah and equating others with Allah. He says Allah, yet those who disbelieve regard other beings as equal to their Lord. Quran chapter 6, verse 1. B. The worst of the worst offenses. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Shall I tell you the worst of the worst offenses? He repeated this three times, and his companion said, Please do, Messenger of Allah. He said, To associate partners with Allah. See, it is the gravest of all sins. The Prophet was was asked, which is the most serious sin in Allah's sight. He said that you sit up and equal to Allah when it is He who Created you, d it represents a perversion of a human nature, and going deep into error. Allah says, "He who associate partners with Allah is like one who is hurling down from the skies, whereupon he is snatched by the birds or blown away by the wind to a far off place." Quran chapter twenty two, verse thirty one because it is such a grave matter allah has applied to it certain rulings some of which apply in this life and others in the life to come these include no forgiveness allah says for a certainty allah does not forgive that partners are associated with him he forgives any lesser sin to whomever he wills he who associates he who associates partners with allah Contrives an awesome sin indeed, a grave sin indeed. Chapter 4, verse 48. Chapter 4, verse 48. None admittance into heaven and everlasting punishment in hell. Allah says, whoever, associate, whoever associates partners with Allah, Allah shall forbid him entrance into paradise, and his abode will be the fire. Wrongdoers will have no helpers. Chapter 5 verse 72 All good works will come to nothing. Allah says it has been revealed to you and to those before you that if you ever associate partners with Allah all your works shall certainly come to nothing and you shall certainly be among the lost. Quran chapter 39 verse 65 Various groups of people strayed from worshipping Allah alone, including A. Idol worshippers, whether they worship trees, stones, statues, humans, jinn, angels, stars, animals, or anything else Satan tempted them to worship. B. Those who visit graves and make offerings to the dead buried within, appealing to the dead to grant them benefit and spare them harm. C sorcerers, charlatans, and fortune-tellers. These worship the jinn in return for what they tell such people or do for them. As associating partners with Allah in worship is a very grave and serious matter, the Prophet warned against its causes and whatever may lead to it, such as a warning against extremism. The Prophet May peace and a blessing fall upon him says beware of extremism what brought earlier communities to ruin was that they went to extremes in religion he also said do not overpraise me as the christians did with mary's son i am allah's servant therefore refer to me as allah's servant and messenger Extremism in relation to other devout people and appealing to Allah through them takes different forms. One of these, which takes the form of appealing to such people to grant requests, fulfill wishes, and remove harm and distress, is akin to associating partners with Allah. This type of extremism takes a person out of the fold of Islam altogether. A second type of extremism is deviant. But does not come close to associating partners with Allah. This is to appeal to Allah by something that Allah has not permitted such as people appealing to Allah through devout people or through their status, rights, sanctity, etc. A legitimate appeal is that which cites faith and obedience to Allah as well as appeal by Allah's names and attributes or by a good action one has done. Similarly it is permissible to request someone whom we know to be a good believer to pray for something that is of public concern. It is reported that on the occasion of uh, prayer for rain, Omar, may Allah be pleased with him, said, Our Lord, we used to pray to you through our prophet, peace be upon him, and you used to send us rain. Now we are appealing to you through our prophet's uncle to please send us rain. This was not an appeal by Al-Abbas but by his prayer and supplication because he was the Prophet's uncle. Had it been permissible to appeal to Allah by other people, his companions would have appealed to him by the Prophet even after he had passed away. B. Warning against attaching too much importance to graves. This takes different forms such as using graves as mosques and prayer places. Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, said, when Allah's messenger, peace be upon him, suffered his illness, he used to put a piece of cloth on his face. If he felt uncomfortable in breathing, he removed it. He then said, may Allah curse the Jews and the Christians who made the graves of their prophets places of worship. He thus warned against emulating them. Had it not being for this his grave would have been built up but he feared that it would be made a mosque he also said communities before you used to make the graves of their prophets and devout places of worship beware do not make any grave a place of worship i forbid you this making a grave a place of worship means praying near or to the grave even though no mosque is built next to it or surrounding it. Building over graves, plastering them or adding earth other than that dug from them. Uh, Abu al Hayaj, uh, Abu al Sadi reports Ali ibn Abi Talib said to me, Shall I give you the same assignment Allah's Messenger once gave me? That you break any statue you see. That you break any statue you see. And you level down any built up grave. Jabir ibn Abdullah reports Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, prohibited that a grave should be plastered, set up or any structure erected over it. This prohibition is, also applies to erecting a dome over a grave or decorating it in any way. Taking a journey to visit graves. This is included in the Prophet's general instructions. Travel may be undertaken to visit only, only three mosques. The sacred mosque, the Kaaba in Mecca, this mosque of mine, and the Al-Aqsa mosque in Jerusalem. Frequently visiting the Prophet's grave. The Prophet said, Do not make my grave a place you frequently visit. Warning against emulating disbelievers and followers of earlier divine religions and their beliefs, worship, or characteristic traditions. The Prophet says, Stay different from the idolaters. Stay different from Zoroastrians. Stay different from the Jews. D. Warning against shaped images. Aisha reports that Umm Salama mentioned to the Prophet That she saw a church in Abyssinia and told him about the shaped images in it. He said, those are people who, when a pious man among them dies, they build a place of worship over his grave and a place in it such, such shaped images. These are among the worst people in Allah's sight. E. Warning against using phrases related to idolatry. Here are some examples. An oath by anything other than Allah. The Prophet says, whoever says an oath by other than Allah takes himself to disbelief, takes himself to disbelief, or associates a partner with Allah. Equating anyone's will with Allah's will. Someone said to the Prophet, whatever Allah and you will. The Prophet said to him, do you make me equal to Allah? Say whatever Allah alone wills to say that this or that caused rain in a qudsi or sacred hadith allah says whoever says we have had rain because of this planet disbelieves in me and believes in the planet this is extended by way of analogy so as to include any expression attributing any natural phenomenon to anyone other than allah almighty if warning against actions that lead to associating partners with Allah. This may take different forms such as wearing a ring or something around one's hand or neck to protect oneself from illness or to cure illness. The Prophet saw a man wearing a copper bracelet. He asked him, what makes you wear this? The man said, to spare me weakness. The Prophet said, remove it. Because it only adds to your weakness. If you die wearing it, you will never be successful. Wearing a charm, amulet, necklace or the like to repel an evil eye. The Prophet says, whoever wears a charm or an amulet for a purpose, may Allah never fulfill his purpose. In a different version, the Prophet says, whoever wears a charm has associated partners with Allah. He also says, the Prophet, cut every string or necklace hung around any camel's neck. Idolatrous invocations and talismans. The Prophet says, incomprehensible supplications, charms, and talismans are idolatrous. For talisman, the Prophet uses a word that was at the time thought to make a man love his wife slaughter at a place where idolatrous practices are or were held. A man said to the Prophet that he had pledged to sacrifice some camels at a place called uh, Buwana. The Prophet asked people, Was there any idol there? Was there any idol that used to be worshipped in pre-Islamic days? They answered, No. He asked, Did disbelievers hold any of their festivities there? They answered, "No, the prophet said to the man, then fulfill your pledge." Evil thoughts and bad omens. The prophet says, "Bad omen is idolatry, bad omen is idolatry." Generally speaking, whatever is thought of as a cause to a particular whatever generally speaking, whatever is thought of as a cause to a particular end, when Allah has not made it such a cause either by experience or a a religious text, borders on idolatry. Alhamdulillah. Praise be to Allah.